everybody. I'm Dave. And I'm John. And this is Coffee and Capes, our podcast about two of our most favorite things. Talking about coffee and talking about geek culture. Yeah, it is. This, by the way, is episode 30. Yes, we were, uh, you know, I'm bad at math. What can I tell you, folks? That's why I'm in the humanities fields. Like, 100%, I, man. I, uh, I dropped out of the engineering track after my freshman year, and it was for good reason. Uh, I stopped going to my final math class in uh, undergrad school when after speaking to the professor, he informed me I could not show up anymore and still get a C. Oh. And I said, yes, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Math yeah. makes my head hurt. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're bad at math. This is episode 30. We're glad to have you on the journey with us. And uh, whatever way you found us, we're so glad to have you here. You know, not like here physically, but here. here. Yeah. Metaphysically? Metaphysically, whatever. It all works. Whatever. Anyway, we're glad you found us. Um, whatever method you found us in, there are others. So yes. uh, John's going to give the rundown because that's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do. So if you're watching us, you either found us on YouTube. Hi. Or you went to our website at coffee, the letter N and the word capes. So coffeeandcapes.com. You can go there and read blogs that we've posted. Uh, you can go there and watch, you know, YouTube videos of our podcast, whatever kind of floats your boat. We're a little behind on getting all the videos fed into the website. But you can go back and watch the old one. Um, you may be listening to us on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, uh, your mom's headphones. I don't know. <laughs> You're listening to us somewhere. And thanks a lot for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. Make sure you tell your friends because uh, sharing is caring. And but then give your mom's headphones back if you're listening on your mom's headphones. She needs yeah, them. She may need them. Um, and then, of course, we're on social media. So we're on Instagram at coffee underscore the letter N underscore capes. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on things. So uh, we're not on the TikTok, guys. Sorry. We're I think we're, we're too old. We're old. Yeah. We're yeah. I, I think they're for being old. Like with most things, there's a minimum age requirement. I'm pretty sure TikTok has a maximum age requirement. We have far exceeded that. Um, and then, of course, guys, you can email us. So. You can either email us through our website, uh, again, coffeeandcapes.com, or you can just send us an email directly, supers at coffeeandcapes.com, S-U-P-E-R-S. And I think that about covers it. That does about cover it. Thank you, John, for running down the propers. Hey, what are you drinking today? Uh, so I'm drinking the Trinity. <gasps> so am I. I'm drinking the uh, Trinity. Cheers. Hey, cheers the Trinity. Uh, so the Trinity guys is probably one of our favorites. Um, you know, I always again, feel bad saying that. Like it's, 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 it's coffee like, doesn't have feelings, right? It's okay it just, to drink coffee. It doesn't have any feelings. Yeah. Is it like fish that way? Fish have feelings. They don't like being flushed down the toilet. Um, <laughs> I'm just quoting the song, man. I don't know the song. Uh, yes, you do. It's in the, it's in Batman. It's in the Batman. Anyway, never mind oh yeah yeah yeah. sorry i'm just not connecting um but the trinity guys is it's actually a single origin coffee but it's roasted we roast it three different ways so that there's a light roast a medium roast and a dark roast in there so you get 
the caffeine that you're looking for. You get like that nice, like dark roast flavor. There's some kind of fruity aspects to it. It's a really, really solid coffee. Um, and I, I enjoy it a ton. As do I. Yeah, it's, uh, it is a fan favorite. It is. It is indeed. It's fan favorite in our household as well. And as you can see, Dave's got our, our traditional podcast mug. Mine was dirty. So I've got the light roast mug. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah. And, you know, we'd be remiss if we didn't say the, the coffee and those mugs available on our website, coffee.com. And, uh, and I've got a little bit of a coffee bomb in mind from our friends over at Ladybird Provisions. I feel like we've missed out the last few times, like giving a shout out to Nicole and Sarah. So shout out to Nicole and Sarah at Ladybird Provisions. Thanks for uh, keeping, us, keeping us going with those awesome coffee bombs. They Absolutely. pair really well with the coffee. They do. I need to get some more of those. So I've got a little, uh, I just want to, it's not exactly our fan fiction yet, but uh, just some response we've had from the coffee that uh, a friend of mine shared her, uh, some of her espresso with her niece who said, I made my iced coffee with that coffee from Pastor Dave. That's me. Uh, and it's the best iced coffee ever. So thank you, Rebecca, for that, uh, for that little review. And we're glad you, so glad you enjoyed it. Thanks, Rebecca. Thanks. Thanks so much. Well, now we are moving on officially to fan fiction. Yeah. Uh, and so a few days ago, you know, we we posted something uh, in regards to like Green Lantern, right? Um, and we got a, a lot of responses on this one. That so. wasn't just posting something. That was last week, last week's episode where we talked about uh, yes. movies that we think are maybe better than you've been led to believe. Yeah. Or yeah. movies that we enjoy more than most people. Movies that we enjoy more than most people. And we got a ton of responses, like a, a literally a ton. Um, but I think my the one I'm going to shout out today is from Hops and Heroes. Uh, check them out on Instagram. So they're they're one of my favorite accounts to follow. They're a lot of fun. But just talking comic book movies, they said Affleck's Daredevil. I loved it. Eternals. We've discussed this one league of extraordinary gentlemen, not going to win any Oscars, but it's a super fun movie. And as I looked at a list of the worst comic book movies ever, I realized I never saw the latest fantastic four, maybe in the spirit of this post, I'll go watch that this week. Cheers. So, um, yeah, you know, looking at that list league of extraordinary gentlemen, I love that movie. I don't really remember it be honest i remember that sean connery was in it and he wasn't a spaniard <laughs> so, that, so that's a step in the right direction right there <laughs> he was uh he was geographically appropriate that's better that's better yeah. yeah um i have to i have to throw this out there too that there are a number of aspects about affleck's daredevil that i actually really enjoyed i agree yeah yeah, yeah. um the constant the the follow-up Electra movie, not so much. No, but I thought Jennifer Garner was decent as Electra. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it suffered from like bad writing. Well, and... uh, yeah, I don't mean the movie itself. I mean like her role of, as Electra in the Daredevil movie. Yeah, yeah, that was great. The Electra movie had bad writing. Um, yeah, no, it was not good. It was a little bit ahead of itself in terms of 
like bringing that character i think to it to her own standalone movie yeah i'd say that's right yeah well i'm gonna i'm blanking on the name of the the actor that plays uh electra in in the daredevil tv show and defenders she's oh yeah i don't remember I, I think she's terrific in that role mm-hmm. all right uh so dave Yay. What are well, we talking about? Uh, what there was there was Hops and Heroes that gave us that. Is that right? Hops and Heroes, yeah. Thanks, guys. We appreciate you. So what are we talking about today? Well, Elodie Young, that's her name. Elodie Young. Right. Terrific as uh as as Electra. Today we're gonna have some fun. Well, I think we have some fun every time, but we thought uh, there's this phenomenon that happens in, in geek culture movies where we tend to keep seeing some of the same actors over and over again. And we just think that's kind of interesting and fun and honestly a little weird in some cases. But uh, <laughs> we thought we'd, uh, we'd spend some time talking about actors that we've noticed who play either play multiple roles in the same geek universe or have played multiple roles or have played roles in multiple universes. Sure. Does that make sense? I think so, so. Yeah. So for good. instance, we're going to start with a few, a few. I think we're going to start with a few character, a few actors who have been multiple characters in the Marvel universe, yeah. and and then we've got some actors that have been in multiple, uh, multiple franchises. Maybe is a better word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, across geek culture, I think it's yeah. important to point yeah. out, right? And geek culture is kind of expansive. So when we talk about geek culture. Sure, Marvel DC kind of falls into that, but there's a whole bunch of other stuff that that definitely you know goes into that realm as well. Because Star Wars, Star Trek, uh, you know, Harry Potter. It, there's a ton. Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit. So it, you know, it does kind of go on and on. But yeah, we'll start with uh, folks who've played multiple roles inside of the same universe. And I think the first one we have to talk about is the one that stands out because of how how often now we've seen him in his most current role and how iconic it was and and that's chris evans yeah right like i don't think you can start the conversation any other way we chris evans as captain america is it's literally iconic um you know excited to see yeah right yeah right so good Um, Excited to see Anthony Mackie's take on it. Anthony Mackie's another one who's played, you know, a few roles inside of some geek culture stuff. Um, but I don't know. So in addition many, to, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I don't know how many people realize Chris Evans' career in Marvel, however, started a number of years ago. He was Johnny Storm, Human Torch, in the first Fantastic Four movie. You're forgiven if you did not remember that or did not see it. Yeah. Because it was hmm, not great. No. I mean, it wasn't as bad as the, the most recent one. Right. And, and, and I got to admit that he was kind of a bright spot in those movies as the Human Torch. Um, you know, it was fun to watch him in CGI. He was definitely like cocky and everything else. Um, and the sideburns, man. Oh, those sideburns. Pretty epic, right? Pretty yeah. epic. 
but overall that you know i don't think we have to beat that horse down at all but you know the other thing is is he was in the losers which is a comic book oh um, yeah right he was in the losers. I forgot about that yeah he was the techie nerd guy i can't remember his name in the in the movie but he was a lot of fun in that too like it's got one of my favorite scenes in a movie where he's going up to get like information from a computer in an office building and he's listening to don't stop believing by journey <laughs> i feel like that song makes everything good sure um, but it, it's just chris evans being a clown and he was so good at being a clown when he was younger right and he's still i'm sure he still is um but and I think that's that was kind of some of my nervousness and hesitation around the idea of him being Captain America was he hadn't he had always been kind of this cocky clown, yeah, you know, character. Mm -hmm. He was definitely a little typecast. Well, I'm glad he got over that. We're all benefit from uh <clears throat> from him getting that that Captain America role. Hundred percent. Um all right, Dave. Well, let's uh, let's stay with the Fantastic Four family, and uh, let's mention Michael B. Jordan, who has also played Johnny Storm, Human Torch, in what is also a pretty disappointing movie, to say the least, uh, but had a terrific turn as Eric Killmonger in Black oh, Panther, yeah. and has been continued to be the voice of Killmonger in uh, What If and. Uh, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I don't know if he somehow comes back and has a role in the new upcoming Black Panther movie. We'll see, but <clears throat> be great um, if he did. Yes, it would because he's he terrific was, and he was terrific as Killmonger. He really was. He really was. Like he wasn't over the top. He was very believable. Uh, you know, he was he was strong and and motivated in his own what he viewed as his own you know, push towards justice against sure. his and, father having been cast out from yep. Wakanda and, yep. and everything else. And um, I think we've talked about that before, but that's what makes for a good villain. And that's why to me, he's in the upper echelon of, of good Marvel villains, because he was, it was a complicated story. He wasn't just, Oh, I'm evil and I'm going to kill everybody or at least half of everybody. It's, you understood where he was coming from and why he wanted to do what he wanted to do. Yeah. And you could yeah. even you could you could sympathize with him some. Mm -hmm. 100%, right? Yeah, um really good. There was there was definitely some points where you could empathize with him. Uh however as Johnny Storm, you could not. That <laughs> movie was doomed worse than Victor. Um <laughs> Thank you very much. It's pretty punny. Yeah. Uh but yeah, that was it's just not good now. We may have to do an episode on the worst movies that geek culture has ever put out oh boy why would we do that to ourselves because <laughs> i think it'd be fun yeah you'd be fun right, right? to, to kind of rank right. those movies like the worst movies that geek culture has ever put out i don't know that there's one going back to last episode i don't know that there's one worse than mortal Kombat annihilation uh, I well, I don't think I saw that, but I would, as I said last week, I, I would have to put Highlander two in the uh, running for worst movie of all time. 
I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to give you a homework assignment. Okay. Like (laughs) go to HBO max, see if you can find uh, mortal Kombat annihilation. And if you can make it through 10 minutes without gagging, (laughs) finish the movie. Fair enough. But I'm going to predict you get 10 minutes in and go, yeah, this is terrible. And I don't not worth my time. I've got better things to do. Um, all right. Well, let's. I was thinking we should stay for a bit in the uh, those playing multiple roles in the same universe category. Okay. Before we, before we expand, do you, do you have any others you wanted to bring up for that? In the same universe? Yeah. Man, I have a hard time with that one. Okay. So I got a couple for you. Right. What do you uh, got? Oscar Isaac right now. Oh, who, yeah. Yeah. Who that's is, a good uh, Apocalypse in the not great, but not terrible. X-Men Apocalypse movie. It wasn't terrible. It was bad. Okay. It was bad. It was bad. They <laughs> was butchered bad. some of my favorite characters. Yeah, okay. Butchered them. What was up with Angel? I don't know. Why was Warren Worthington the like in every iteration except when he finally becomes Archangel is like the playboy, like rich billionaire kid? you know super pretty everybody's like oh Warren Worthington right and a little bit of self-loathing and no we get like drunk 1980s like hairband guy in a leather coat cage fighting yeah okay that's WTF guys (laughs) fair enough all right but he's also sticking with the Egyptian theme he's also Moon Knight so apparently yeah. Oscar Isaac is is uh is is here to play all the uh Egyptian connected characters and, in Marvel universe. And so this is a Disney property and Moon right. Knight's a Disney property and True. uh X-Men are now, now a Disney a property. Disney everything property. I mean everything's He's also uh Poe Dameron. Of course, yeah. Yeah. In in Star Wars. Yeah, oh uh, that's true. Yeah, he crosses the he crosses that boundary as well. Yeah, he crosses that boundary as well. And I'd like to point out, I'm sensing a pattern right now with some of the people that we've thrown out. And that is a bad movie and then good movie. Good movie. Yeah. 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 Uh, Chris Evans, bad movie. Yeah. Great. Uh, Oscar Isaac, bad movie. Lots of fun in, in Moon Knight. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. I'll, uh, I'll buck that trend. How about this? Haley Steinfeld as the voice of Gwen Stacy in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Terrific movie. One of the best movies ever. Hands down. And then also, of course, Kate Bishop in the Hawkeye TV show. She's great in both. Both, like, the Hawkeye TV show is phenomenal. Absolutely fantastic. To your point, Spider-Verse is just... Amazing amazing spectacular uh superior superior in every way yeah, yeah it's just so so good right yeah um <clears throat> and we've talked about that i don't know how many times but yeah she's she went good like started out great yeah and just continued on so I, yeah i gotta i gotta agree like that that bucks the trend easily um so way to go, Haley Steinfeld. Yeah. I got one more for you that's somewhere in between those. Okay. And that's Gemma, Gemma Chan, who we first saw as in a small role as Minerva in the Captain Marvel movie. 
which there's a character they didn't do quite enough with like Minerva's in the in the books Minerva's a kind of a upper upper echelon uh, upper tier um antagonist for for Carol Danvers okay and she kind of was just on the periphery and I'm not I you know a, a a fairly forgettable role I don't really recall her doing much right but then she was headliner as Cersei in Eternals mm-hmm. so that's interesting like you could for sure see those two characters ending up needing to end up in the same place at the same time in a future Marvel product product uh, or production so how obviously they're not going to or else they'd recast one of them probably Minerva but yeah it's kind of interesting how does how does that how does one actor end up with two roles that are so in in the same universe yeah i mean even more so than apocalypse and moon knight because apocalypse started out as you know x-men which was sony and before disney bought them along with everybody else right well and same with the same with evans and jordan right those were the fantastic four movies were fox or something oh yeah you're right fantastic movies yeah the fantastic well and that's because you know marvel years ago and when comic books were kind of on their womp womp phase um yeah you know sold a bunch of properties to stay afloat to be able to right to get sure them through, right and right i mean thank god they did it, despite like some of the terrible movies we got out of that our oh, rabbit holing but despite some of the terrible movies that we got out of that they saved comic books because the interest in comic books like spiked and now right we get the whole spec world of uh people looking at like what's coming out what's coming up and you know what comic books are key issues in that character storyline and you know comic books collecting has become a a very popular and very profitable um you know uh business again sure yeah no it's great it's just uh it's kind of interesting how I just realized like of the ones, the examples we've given so far, she's the only one truly in the same mm-hmm. like created universe. Right. Not ones that just kind of ended up together. Right. Yeah, for sure. That's um, well, all right. Well, and I could not think of any uh, intra DC characters like that. No, actors I can't. Like that. I, I, and I think there's probably reason for that. <laughs> Yeah, we don't have to mention the reason, but I think there's probably a reason for that. But um, oh, I take it back. You know who is who? You know who is? Uh, I think it's Brandon Routh, who played Superman in um, yep. in Superman Returns, and now is I don't watch the show, but uh, in the oh he, the Adam the Adam Adam and is he, uh, is he Palmer in uh, yeah Palmer in uh, Legends of Tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, you're right. He's the, he's the only one I can think of now at this moment. Yeah. There's probably more, but I mean, you know, I'm not going to rack my brain at this <laughs> given point in time. Yeah. Um, when we have like, there's so many, so many people that have crossed like cross franchises. Yeah. Cross franchises. I mean, we were talking about it before the show and, and like everybody on your screen, everybody on my screen is star Trek into the darkness. And like we talked about Zachary Quinto, right? Played Spock in this series, but he also got his start in the show Heroes, which, yeah. you know, I consider to be geek culture. It was 
you know. Oh yeah, for sure. Started out super strong and amazing and kind of petered off towards the end. Like it got hurt just... by that writer strike that happened right at that. Yeah, time. they got hurt by the writer strike. Um, we got Chris Pine, who back to your statement earlier about Haley Seinfeld was the voice of Peter Parker in in this uh, animated Spider Verse movie. Right. Yes. Right. And then he what he's played Captain Kirk across three movies going into number four they're getting ready to make a fourth one and he was steve trevor in yes. wonder woman yep right so and he was the ghost of steve trevor in wonder woman 84 that's so weird that just didn't make any sense they should have just grabbed whoopi goldberg for that <laughs> like if you're gonna do it just do it like make fun of yourself a little bit Grab Whoopi Goldberg and be like, hey, can you be the incarnated version of Steve Trevor for us, please? At some point, Wonder Woman's going to massage your shoulders. Pottery will be involved. Pottery will be involved, yeah. Um, Zoe Saldana. Yes. I don't know if there is an actor that has crossed. She's like the queen of geek culture movies. She really is. Uh, she was in Star Trek, obviously, uh, as Ahura. Um, she was in The Losers as well, like with Chris Evans. She's in Guardians of the Galaxy as Gamora. Um, she was in, what else has she been in? She's been in so much stuff. I can't, I can't even think of it anymore. But. Well, and some, oh, Avatar. Oh, she's that's right. She's, She's main, an avatar. Main person in Avatar. Um, just look, running down her IMDb, like it's so much of it. And, and here, what, what constitutes geek culture? Like what counts as a geek culture movie? But sure, you know, uh, and she's been in a lot. Rosemary's Baby? I, I, don't, I don't think that counts as geek culture, buddy. Okay, fair enough. Uh, and then we got Benedict Cumberbatch, right? Yes. Who played Khan? Oh, oh, My Little Pony. Does My Little Pony count? No, as I, don't, I don't think so. All right. Uh, so Benedict Cumberbatch played Khan. He played Sherlock Holmes in a phenomenal run of that show. And of course, as we know, right, is Doctor Strange. Yes. Um, and he was the voice of Smaug in yes, right. the in Hobbit movie. The Hobbit. Right. Yeah. So you know, he's, he's got his hoe. And then we were talking about right before we started recording Carl Urban. I did not remember how much stuff he was in me either, but Carl Urban who plays uh, Dr. McCoy in the Star Trek movies. And, and those of us that, right. That love this series, the boys. Yeah. He's in the boys. He was in judge dread. He was in Thor Ragnarok. He was in Riddick. He was in doom. He's in Lord of the Rings uh what else did we find he was in I mean, he was in star wars as a stormtrooper he was a voice in batman death in the family yes right he has been in a ton of like scourge he's scourge in uh Thor there you go. scourge scourge yep he was scourge um so he's been in a a ton of like geek culture stuff as well so i mean yeah it's just like this movie had a lot of those folks on display um so 
Did you mention Doom? Anyway. He was in Doom? Yeah, he was in Doom. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Um, but Dave. All right, you- so here's my uh, my entry for the uh, the other queen of, of geek culture. And, uh, and that's Rosario Dawson, as you can mm-hmm. see on my screen here. Uh, uh, as the picture shows and reminds us, she, of course, was terrific as Ahsoka Tano from Star Wars in the uh, Mandalorian and then in um, Book of Boba Fett mm-hmm. and is supposed to be getting her own her own show, I think. Yeah. Yep. Which will be terrific. Uh, she was in literally every single one of the uh, Marvel Netflix shows as Claire Temple. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was in Daredevil and Luke Cage and Iron Fist and Defenders and uh um jessica jones yeah was she in i don't did she even maybe make an appearance in in punisher no i don't think so okay but still five out of the six or whatever yeah so she has a a true presence in marvel Mm -hmm. um and then she was uh she's been the voice of wonder woman in the recent the most recent dc animated movies uh she's i haven't watched this tv show dmz but it's a it's a dc product i can't say i know anything about it but she's the lead character she's the lead character in that it's okay okay uh prior to being the voice of wonder woman she was the voice of barbara gordon batgirl in the lego batman movie uh prior to being wonder woman and batgirl she was the voice of artemis in the one in early one of like one of the the first time wonder woman a lot of voiceover work animated movies yeah and then you know expand out a little bit she was in the sin city movies she was in josie and the pussycat and she was in um men in black too like she is she's all over the place and is she's terrific in all of them she's just an amazing actor sin city is a great movie by the way it really truly is the first one yeah 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 you know what wasn't a great movie the spirit I forgot about the spirit. You're I welcome. I remember being entertained by it. <laughs> Were you sick? Maybe. Okay, fair enough. I don't, I did not like that movie. It it felt to me like, once again, somebody's like, Sin City did well. Yeah, let's make a movie that looks just like it. Mm-hmm. But PG-13 yep. and weirder, maybe. Which is saying a lot if you're weirder than Sin City. Yeah, and less linear. Yeah. Less linear. Yeah. More abstract and not in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's all right. Let's let's, let's cover over that rabbit hole. Yeah. Um, what else you got so, on your list, John? Well, I you know we brought him up already, but Ben Affleck, he, oh, yeah. he played right. He was Daredevil, yep. and then he was Batman. Yes. Um, I don't know that he, so he kind of went from a movie that was widely panned into mm-hmm. another movie series that's it been widely, widely panned. panned. <laughs> but, and I, and I feel like he catches a lot of blame that isn't his. Because if you go back and you watch the original Daredevil movie, I actually think he does well. Um, granted, they, they dyed his hair be red and i think they could have gotten away without that 
Yeah. I don't think that was so important. Right. Yeah. Right. You look at Charlie Cox and I don't think Charlie Cox's hair is, is red. I've never once thought about his hair, but to your point, like, and you've made this point with him in regards to Batman, he has a physicality to be a superhero. Yes. Right. And you go back and watch the original daredevil that opening scene where he's in like the biker bar whatever like the bad guy hangout is right is phenomenal it really is so well done um you know it has some things that i was like me colin farrell's in that too by the way yes who is- now been in batman as well as yeah so penguin. bullseye and penguin two uh two pretty iconic bad guys yeah two pretty iconic bad guys he's a great scene in daredevil with the whole peanut on the airplane thing <laughs> right right do you want anything else more peanuts please yeah um so and then again and we've talked about this so we don't i don't think we need to hash it out a ton is you know he was a solid batman just time displaced in Correct. terms of the storyline yes. he was dropped into. Right. So again, I don't think that was his fault. And I don't think that, you know, it's fair that people like bag on him for it, because I think if you go in and you watch it objectively, just to see him play those roles, he's a great job. Mm-hmm. He really does. Truly for sure. Well, sticking with the Batman universe, how about Michael Keaton who uh, was our, you know, are kicked off the, the cinematic Batman franchise again, back in the 89. And uh, most recently we've seen as Vulture. That's right. Uh, he also played, uh, he was in a, I think it's considered an indie flick Birdman. I was going to say, Andy's Birdman. Yes. I yeah. really like that movie. Now. I mean, I've never watched it. Really? It's good. Yeah, I've I don't heard it. know if it, I'm pretty sure it won. It won That's, some awards. Yeah, I think it might have even won the the Best Picture Oscar. I don't know. I'd have to go back. That might have been a reach, but I I really really enjoyed it. I think it's a terrific movie. Um, which is well, you know a movie. It's that's that's really going on a limb for me. Like, oh, here's a movie that was it was at least nominated for Best Picture, and I here's Dave saying it's really good. Yeah, thank you very much. That's yeah. that's terrific analysis. But no, it's like the kind of the gimmick was it was all done in one shot. Or at least it's shot in a way that appears all done oh. in one shot. Huh. And Edward Norton's actually really good in it without Edward being annoying. A, he's a good actor. He is. He's, he just has a way a, of being grating, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but you know, he, oh. he, you ever want to watch him at like the peak of his acting? American History X. Yes. <sighs> That's yeah. like one of the most heartbreaking and brilliant brilliant movies like i've ever seen um oh speaking of uh of that so here's a connection uh edward norton and rosario dawson not exactly a geek movie but not at all a geek movie but 25th hour oh yeah i watched that one that's a good one like i forgot she was in that good yeah yeah that's one of those like it's yeah that's not a geek culture movie man good movie we'll have to do like outside of geek culture yeah like you know movies that we enjoy um so you had Ben Affleck. Uh, oh, Michael Keaton also Michael voice Keaton. of Ken in uh, in the Toy Story movies. Oh, nice. That's a kids movie. I don't know that I put that in the geek culture. Okay, fair but enough. It's it's a good movie. Toy Story. Michael Keaton. Yeah, I, you know, and he's gonna come back as Batman. 
Right. Yeah. Supposedly in in the Flashpoint movie. If that, that ever actually gets released. I don't know, man. All the things around Ezra Miller right now. Uh, yeah. What's yeah. going on with that dude? He, Somebody have a talk with that guy. Yeah, he's been arrested a couple of times. He was just arrested this last week, and I saw that or something like that. Um, Who else you got? Who's all, what other actors stand out to you as being across franchises and universes? Well, you can't talk about Green Lantern and not bring up Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> right? Uh, it again, like I said, I enjoyed him as Hal Jordan. I enjoyed yeah. him as Green Lantern, but. The role he was born to play. Yeah, man. I think we can all agree that Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool is probably the most perfect casting out of any character in any movie from any franchise. I I think uh, I I can't argue with that. I think um, Robert Downey Jr. and Iron Man might want to and Tony Stark might want to have a word with you on that one. But still great. I I agree with you. Like phenomenal. Yes. RDJ is, is, you know, Tony Stark. But come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Despite Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds. You you watch Deadpool and he is Deadpool. The thing is, he's been he's been playing that character in every movie since. Since Van Wilder, <laughs> he started out as Deadpool, like yeah. In, yeah. in the right world. He like he and man, I'm so glad they greenlit that movie and that we got to see Ryan Reynolds like fully embrace that role because when we got him in Wolverine, I was going to say. So how about that? So here's a here's a, an odd twist to our little category here is that. He played the same character in two different universes and one was God awful, horrible, the worst thing you've ever seen. And the other one was like the best uh, depiction of a character we've seen. Well, I'm going to challenge you on that. So I don't know that Ryan Reynolds was God awful, horrible as Deadpool. However, in X-Men Origins, he wasn't God awful, horrible as Deadpool. He was the merc with a mouth who didn't talk. You didn't let me finish, dude. All right. Relax for a second. No. <laughs> In the scenes where we got Ryan Reynolds, he was awesome. Like when he was wielding swords, going into okay. the office and killing everybody, he's like, okay, everybody's dead now. Like he's he's perfect. That's what sparked everybody's like, oh, I just want to see him. Like let him have let Deadpool. Let him, let him and then the stuff. writing turned yeah. him into like something else. And little known fact, the guy at the end with his mouth covered up is not Ryan Reynolds. It was uh, somebody else completely. I did not know that. Yep. Yep. So you can't blame Ryan Reynolds for that. Oh, I don't. I'm just saying the up movie, to like, yeah. where they did that to him. Yeah. Come on. Standing in the elevator, trapped in an elevator with a bunch of guys on a high protein diet. <laughs> That's pretty good. No, you're right. You're right. It's pretty good. But it is interesting that he played the same character in such very different ways mm-hmm. or was given such very different venues for the same character. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so good. God, I will never forgive them for the the sword sliding out and the mouth covered up and the eye beams from Cyclops. God damn you, Fox. <laughs> Curse Get you. you to hell. Uh, all right, Dave. 
Yes, yeah. How about uh, what's some? Uh, well, I think we got one really big one still out there, but I'm going to save that. Uh, how about we go some? How about Natalie Portman? Oh yeah, Natalie Portman, uh, uh, Queen Amidala, and Jane Foster. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. You looked like you forgot that for a second. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I was uh, I was thrown off by Amidala. Isn't that the? Isn't that Padme? the? Queen Amidala. She's Queen Amidala, dude. Isn't it Padme? Yes, but in the very first one, she's Queen Amidala. Okay. Isn't Amidala oh. the name of the princess from from Buck Rogers? No. Are you sure? I don't believe so. Okay. I don't okay. know. Anyway. It's Padme Amidala. Okay. I believe you. I, yeah. I, yeah. Don't challenge me on that one. Buddy. I'm not. I'm not challenging you. I just that's what that's what took me back because I I swear like the Buck Rogers one is Amidala or something I like don't, that. Maybe I don't know. I haven't watched Buck Rogers in decades. Well, neither am I. But come on, man. I just remember Tweaky. Yeah, Buck. Buck. I had to go back and watch that because I bet you that is just the horribly cheesy. Of course it is. But so right now. It's so great. But so amazing. Yes. Just so amazing. But yeah, so Natalie Portman. And yeah. man, she's going to, I can't oh. wait for Thor Love and Thunder now. The quick look we saw of her as Thor. Look out, man. She looks ready to crush some skulls. Oh, yeah. yeah. Big time. Yeah. No, that's going to be great with Molnir recreated somehow like mm -hmm. there's a i there better be a good story there right if not bad bad people yeah bad people yep how about uh willem dafoe who mm -hmm. we had as green goblin and then also as whatever his name was aquaman's teacher mentor person in the dc yeah we just i think his official imdb title is aquaman's teacher mentor thing <laughs> um, i believe so yeah yeah I, i'm pretty sure that's that's what it is <laughs> probably has a name it wasn't important enough for me to remember no really really wasn't and uh i think we can talk about you know you, you look through like some of the other stuff um so i'm gonna go back to the losers because the losers is a uh property of i i can't remember it's dc or marvel um hmm. but it was it was a comic book yeah. and oh man hold on i gotta i gotta look it up now i think it's i want to say dc maybe let's see but the important thing is there it is jeffrey dean morgan oh jeffrey dean morgan uh also idris elba's in that Oh man. Oh, and how about Idris, yeah. Idris Elba was in The Losers. Idris Elba was in the second Ghost Rider movie. Okay. And of course, Which, he's Heimdall in the MCU. Heimdall in well, so there's another one that played multiple roles within the same universe because Ghost oh. Rider is a Marvel. Yeah, true. True, true. Right. Yeah. So he was in and and we just recently watched both Ghost Rider movies again because I was curious after our last. So I'm going to say this. The first one held up way better than the second one did. The second one's a little meh. Okay. But the first one is, is really good uh, still. I still like the first one. <clears throat> but Idris Elba was in the second one. 
He was in Losers. He was in, uh, to your point, he was in Thor and, and, you know, the Thor series as Heimdall. Um, He's been in, I feel like there's more stuff. Well, he's going to play, oh, he was in Suicide Squad. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. I I forgot about the fact he was in Suicide Squad. Uh, He was in a movie, Pacific Rim. Right. Which I I 100% put into geek culture, by the way. Yeah, I agree. Interestingly enough, he is listed as having had a role in Guardians of the Galaxy. Hmm. Hold, please. Uh, Talk about the things you would like to talk about amongst yourselves (laughs) while we investigate. How is he? I don't remember him. Unless he was there a, a snippet of Heimdall in one of the Galaxy movies, I don't know. But interestingly Starting enough, like he doesn't have no. a character name listed, but he is listed as having been in. But he would have played. Heimdall. Oh no! He, I'm sorry. Heimdall before Guardians of the he's, Galaxy, he's listed as having a role in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, which would make oh, sense. Oh, okay, that may. Oh, yeah. If there's some sort of some sort of like flashback. Maybe some sort of connection flash to Thor, I guess. Yeah, the, I would say the connection to Thor, right? So, um, yeah, he's you know, I still I'm going to push forward my um, campaign again, Idris Elba for James Bond. Yes. Can we make that happen, please? Yes, please. <clears throat> but Jeffrey D. Morgan, going back to Jeffrey D. Morgan, he plays the head of the the team in The Losers. He also is Keegan in The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in Watchmen, the movie. Right. Yeah. Right? He was the comedian. He was the comedian. Oh, man. Such a good movie. He, he was, was Bruce he's a, Wayne's. He's one of those guys that really looked looked the part. For he Walking really Dead. did. He comedian. really did. In, in Watchmen, he, he's, got the, he's got the mustache for it. <laughs> yeah, he does. Way to go, Jeffrey D. Morgan. Yeah. Uh, he was Thomas Wayne in Batman versus Superman. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Jeez. you know, yeah, he's he's done a number of things. Apparently, he was in the TV show uh, Enterprise. Oh, OK. As well. So there you go. That's it. You know, I like Jeffrey Dean Morgan, by the way. He is he is one of those actors that I just really enjoy. Um and can watch in a, a number of things, but and I haven't. We just recently started down the road of watching The Walking Dead, yeah, all I the way through. It. it got to I started watching it years ago because I read the graphic novel and love the graphic novel, um, the trade paperback. Uh, I mean, of all the comics, yeah. And he plays such a, a crazy role uh, in that storyline, and so it'd be interesting to get get to that point. Um, yeah so that's that's a good one uh who else how about we got forrest whitaker who uh was in black panther and the i don't know the name of the the character there but uh and then he's in uh, rogue one so he he like you know as as forrest whitaker has aged he's become sort of that like he's playing that mentor kind of side role yeah you know back in the day he would he would headline stuff but but he's always been the guy that plays like the slightly off character a little bit but he's such a good actor he is a great actor, like Forrest Whitaker. I, I, I think he won an Oscar a number of years ago for his role as uh, the butler in oh, the movie, yeah. The Butler. I think that's right. Yeah, I thought he won an Oscar. Um, yeah, I, anyway, 
absolutely um, phenomenal actor. Yeah, and he can show up anywhere. He could, that's a guy you would expect to have. I, I mean, I didn't run down the the whole list uh, of what he's done because it. I'm sure his IMDb DB page is a hundred pages long because he's been in everything for decades. But yeah. you, you know, he's the type of guy he could show up in anything, in any yeah. franchise, and you'd absolutely believe him in that role and be happy to have him in that role. Yes. Um, who else you got? How about Andy Circus? Yeah, we can't we can't go through this list without bringing him up. Um, so he, we just saw him as Alfred in the yeah, Batman. We just saw him as Alfred. He's Claw, Ulysses Claw in mm-hmm. Black Panther and Marvel. Yeah. Um, of course, he was the pattern for Gollum. He was Gollum. Right. Like he was Gollum. Like he was the action. You That's know, true. Capture, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. With right? all the the suit with all the bulbs on it or whatever. Yes. But he's doing uh-huh. the motions. Right. He was also, uh, we just realized he was uh, Supreme Leader Snoke. Oh, yeah. In Star Wars. So there you got DC, Marvel, Star Wars, and Lord of the Rings. And I feel like uh, he was motion capture something else yeah, as well. That's like, right. Like that this, was his thing for a while. It was his thing for a while. And so when we got to finally start seeing, oh, Planet of the Apes. Oh, yes. Right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah, he's like the, the, the main ape, right? He was, yeah, he was the main ape in Planet of the Apes. Uh, he was in Avengers Age of Ultron, remember? As, as, as Claw. Ulysses, as Claw again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's, I mean, he's... That's checking all the boxes there. That is 100% checking all the boxes. And, you know, at the end of the day, he... I don't know how many people know this one but he also directed venom let there be carnage i did not remember that mm-hmm. yep okay he he directed venom let there be carnage so which is an entertaining movie i like that movie i mean we talked about it before yeah um and it's a little, whole podcast on it we did a review yeah, on it we did a <laughs> whole podcast it. on it but it yeah you know it's i like that movie too I like the Venom movies in general. Venom, Venom, Venom. <laughs> yes. Um, so. All right. There's one more big one out there. Okay. But I'm going to, before. Yeah. I don't know who you've got on your list, but I'm going to throw this out there because he, he was brought up uh, already and he has done a couple different, like, but crossed over into a different movie franchise, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, okay. Right know him and love him as tony stark in yes iron man but he was also sherlock holmes yes he was and those movies were a lot of fun oh man and i totally forgot um oh uh, well we we're talking sherlock holmes jude law jude law was the wasn't jude law um jude law's been in a number of things yeah he was wasn't, wasn't he, he uh watson he was watson mm-hmm. and then of uh, course he's the whatever character in captain marvel captain marvel um, he's now in Harry Potter, right? The Harry yeah, Potter universe Dumbledore. as Dumbledore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's, yeah. Like Jude Law has been in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul Bettany as well. Oh, okay. His vision. Yes. Yeah. He's done. He did a movie called priest, which was a comic movie that okay. was brought to screen. 
Um, so he did uh, another one called Legion. Are those, so, kind of like, are those like vampire movies or something? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, he definitely, you know. Yeah. Um, I have to say this, like my first exposure to Paul Bettany was a movie that I have grown to love. And, and I just, it's like so much fun to watch. A Knight's Tale. Hmm. Heath Ledger. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. It's good. It's Man, good I need to, I, I don't know if I saw that one. Yeah. Um, anyway, your big one, Dave. All right. To wrap us up. I think the big one left has to be Josh Brolin. Oh, man. Yeah. Because first of all, he's in the Marvel Universe, both, of course, Thanos mm-hmm. and Cable. Yeah. Oh, good two point. Big roles in the Marvel Universe, really. Two huge roles. Yeah. And and it's, you know, I love that in Deadpool 2, they make they, <laughs> Deadpool calls him Thanos at one point just to, just to break that fourth wall and, and be that guy, because of course. <laughs> it's such a good moment. Right. But, you know, there's also a guy. Also makes fun a, of him being shorter. Right. Than, like Thanos yeah, than like, Cable yeah. in the comics. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's so great. So, again, there's two characters you think you could pretty easily envision a scenario in which those two characters should be in the same place at the same time mm-hmm. and now what does marvel do but yeah but that's okay uh so we got two roles in marvel i'd forgotten about this but he's jonah hex in the dc oh, yeah. uh and, and there's a reason you forgot about that <laughs> right that's correct yeah right there's, yeah there's a reason you forgot about that yeah uh, but and then of course Gurney in Dune, or oh, Gunny, God. sorry Gunny in Dune. No Gurney. Gurney is it Gurney? Gunny? Yeah, yeah Gurney. Gurney. Yeah, Gurney. Oh, you also yeah. have Jason Momoa in Dune and Aquaman. Oh, true. Yeah, good point. And Justice League. Yeah. yeah. So, but Gurney in Dune. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how about this list? Let's see. Josh Brolin has also was in uh, Sin City Two. Mm-hmm. Was in Men in Black Three. Mm-hmm. He was in uh, Mod Squad, which isn't is kind of peripheral, but yeah. uh, Hollow Man, which is again sort of peripheral, but you know it's a monster movie kind of thing. Mm, it's kind of a reach. Okay. Uh, he was in the Grindhouse Planet Terror. Uh, yes, he was. That's a phenomenal movie, by the way. Yeah. Uh, he he was in the Outer Limits TV show. I haven't watched that yet. Um. Yeah, I think it's from a few years back. Like, uh, he played President George W. Bush, which is not a geek movie, but that's a thing. And I did not realize this. He was in Goonies. How did you not know that? I don't know. How didn't you realize that? Dude, I've seen that movie a million times. I have not. Uh, not. A million. Like By the way, Sean Astin's in that movie, I, who yeah. is also in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Oh, Samwise Ganji. There you go. But I mean, I think uh, the Thanos cable Jonah Hex. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty solid. Uh, I think as we close out, we have to close out on the most recent addition to this list of people, and that would be Jared Leto. We don't have to actually. <laughs> famously but, known for right? ruining the Joker and giving us. A terrible Marius movie. No, well, let's be fair. 
we did in our review, we said that he actually was probably the best thing in that movie. Yeah, that was a low bar, though. I mean, <laughs> if you're like a limbo champion, sure. like that bar may be so low. Even you're like, nah, I can't make it under that. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. But yes, Jared Leto. Yeah. Way to way to bring all way to suck all the air out of the room there, John. You know, though, uh, I would consider Robin Hood to be kind of geek culture, a little <laughs> mythology. You know where this is going, right? Of course I know where this is going. <laughs> so Kevin Costner, <laughs> Costner was in Robin Hood. Yes. And in Superman. Yes. True. Fairly. Oh, that's way to redeem yourself. Good job, John. That was that was well played. You're welcome. Thank you, Kevin Costner, for being in our life for all. Yeah, thank you, Kevin Costner. Can we talk about, by the way, I still think for the love of the game is like just amazing. I love Kevin Costner. I love Kevin Costner, but for the love of the game is not his best baseball movie. I don't know. I still go back and watch it. Okay, but it's nothing's better than Bull Durham. I mean, Bull Durham's great, but there are different points in his career. Yeah, I think like the character reflects that beautifully. Fair. Like, Fair. yeah, it just so good. Um, who do we have coming up making debuts, however, in like the Marvel Universe? Uh, I don't know who you got in mind here. Well, oh, dude, the, the crossover thing uh, that Aaron something that played Quicksilver in Age of Ultron is now playing Craven the Hunter in the upcoming Craven the Hunter movie. Wow, I think his name's Aaron Johnson. Yes, I believe you are correct. Aaron Johnson. Um, let's go cast, just double check that really quick. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Oh, there it is, yeah. Aaron Taylor Johnson played Pietro Maximoff and is going to be playing Craven the Hunter. Wow. So, yeah. Um, okay. Right? And then uh, the one that I was the one that I was actually like kind of thinking of because it's coming up soon. Russell Crowe. Hmm. Russell Crowe. Okay. And he because he's playing uh, according to IMDb, he's going to be Zeus in Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah. And apparently, he's going to be in Craven the Hunter. Really. Yeah, and and he was Jor El. Yes, correct. Superman. Yeah, there you go. He was. So so why good. is it? So let's just just you know a quick minute. Why do you think we keep getting all these similar actors in all these different franchises? I think, for me personally, the way the reason I think that is is that they they have uh, a certain physical presence mm. that. Okay translates really well into this kind of universe at the end of the day i think that's that's what it is like they just have like that ability to do that because and i know people bag on russell crowe because he's put on weight and he kind of went off the deep end in his drinking for a while and everything else but go back to gladiator oh my gosh He's iconic so so terrific brilliant go watch a movie called master and commander oh yeah i remember that one i love that movie and he is amazing in that movie it makes sense Uh, that for you as a navy guy that you would you would appreciate that right but you know so he's he's done a number of things that i think you can look at and go 
yeah, that makes sense. Let's, you know. Yeah, that's a good point. And I'm sure there's some marketing aspect to it too. You know, if, if a character if an actor becomes famous in one franchise, then there's some bankability there for sure. It is that's I mean, financing the movies for, for the next one. Jason Momoa is crossing over into Fast and the Furious. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Oh, hey, Vin Diesel. Fast and the Furious and uh, Voice of Groot. Hey. Uh, why can't I think of his name now? John Cena. Oh, sure. Yeah. Peacemaker and was a bad guy in Fast and Furious. Okay. So. Is Fast know. and Furious a geek movie? Geek culture movie? I don't know, man. It's, that's probably a bit of a stretch. but Yeah, it's a franchise movie, I yeah. think, more than anything. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, it's it's gone on. And I have to say, I'm a little, I, I'm a huge Fast and the Furious fan, by the way. Huge Fast and Furious fan. I had a little issue with Fast and Furious goes to space. Um, <laughs> but I got to say, they released the like teaser picture, whatever the hell you want to call it on Instagram for Fast and Furious 10. And it's like Fast and Furious and then a big X, X. behind it. Yeah. Let me tell you who else did that. Friday the 13th yeah and that does not not end well (laughs) does not bode well for fast x (laughs) go back and watch friday the 13th and jason goes to space and there are going to be some people who are like oh it was such a good movie oh i just thought you know who we missed who patrick stewart oh yeah picard picard and and xavier two i mean it's it's hardly you can hardly get more iconic than those two how do we blow that one i don't Uh, know William Shatner, not so much. <laughs> Sorry, William Shatner. Right. I love you as Captain Kirk. Of course. But everything else you did. We just uh, don't want to be an ensign under you. No, no. But I'll follow you there. to whatever party you're going to right. as long Absolutely. as it's in a neutral system. Yes. Because <laughs> if you're going somewhere that's sketchy. <laughs> and we're the red shirt, we're going to die. Yeah, I feel like, you know, if if Kirk walks into a bar in sketchy land, right they're just gonna shoot the first ensign they see and continue on with the party (laughs) holy geez and and we got to wrap up here but i'm gonna end on this one because i almost completely forgot and then talking about like going into like bars and starting fights nathan fillion Mm. firefly yeah right serenity yeah he was the voice of green lantern right in the Um, animated and then uh suicide he was in suicide the suicide squad Squad. squad, right as tdk yeah the detachable kid <laughs> that was so good though <laughs> right right and his arms get there and they yeah. just are like yeah slapping him everybody around <laughs> who thought up that nonsense i don't know but the best thing i've ever seen nathan filling hands down uh dr horrible sing-along blog yeah yeah youtube is your friend on that one my f- folks yeah, like everybody go watch that. It, yeah. Neil Patrick Harris is in it. Yes, exactly. Revised his career. Right. Yep. All right, everybody. What did we miss? Obviously, we missed some others. Who did we miss? Who do you who do you who do you like to see in multiple franchises? Who isn't yet? Who's not on this list that should be? Mm-hmm. Like who do we want to see cross uh crossover? That'd be Henry Cavill. We forgot Henry Cavill, yeah. Superman mm-hmm. and the Witcher. Yep, yep, yep. So there's tons. We know we've missed some. Let us know. Hope you have uh, a good, as good a time listening to this as we had making it. And uh, well, until next time, we'll we'll see you next week, true believers. Bye. Bye, guys.